Hello, guys. Hi. Welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer, where we talk about all things football, on the pitch, off the pitch. Happy New Year. It's 2024. I cannot believe it. It's already 2024. There's going to be a lot of soccer in the next football, I guess, in the next coming years. This year. You mean uh, this year, not yeah, the yeah. coming years. Well, 2025 as well. We have the new version of the World Cup of Clubs. That's going to be in the United States of America. Woohoo! So We're hosting uh, a lot of shit. Yeah, there's going to be We Dead here, even though they suck. So. Oh, that's true. We dead are you going to go, go meet the players? No, man, fuck them. I'm not going to go meet them. But I, that's, that's pretty exciting. But anyways, this year there's the Asia Cup, the AFCON, and the Euros. The Euros. Yeah, and so Copa America. Oh, that's true. Copa America in the United States yeah. of America. Yes. So we have a lot to look forward to. Hopefully 2024 is going to be a very exciting year. Let's hope we don't have a lot of work so we can spend most of the time watching football. Exactly. Exactly. Well, even if we have a lot of work, you will still be watching football. That's true. But I'm excited this year for, to watch the, um, the Asia Cup. I've never watched it. Yeah. On that note, why don't we just give a slight, a small petite preview of um, the Asian Cup 2024. So Qatar is hosting again. Uh, they just hosted the World Cup, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kicks off January 12th, which I believe is in five days. I didn't know this before, but Australia is included in the Asian Football Federation. Yeah, I didn't know that. So in the in this conference, so basically they left the OFC, the Oceania Football Confederation in 2006. Who's in the Oceania anyways? So like New Zealand, Fiji. Ten, not even 10 teams. Or maybe more with the islands. Yeah, there's a lot of islands up down there. But yeah, so they left in 2006 because of several reasons. So first of all, they wanted stronger competition because the Australian team is getting better, right? They didn't mm-hmm. feel like playing in that co- confederation was very helpful for them to improve and all that stuff. That makes sense. A second reason, which is pretty big, is that the OFC doesn't get a direct qualification to the World Cup. So there's no teams oh, they that have do, to do playoffs. Yeah, so they basically mm. what they do is there's an intercontinental playoffs against teams from other confederations. So either from against the sucky ones, right, from, from South games. America mm. or something. And so they got kind of sick of this, mm. and they wanted a direct qualification, which the the AFC does get. Right? That, that makes sense. Um, and then there were also other political concerns, like they wanted to improve their soft power in that area and things like that in the media. And so 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 they chose. In 2006, and since joining in 2006, 2007, they've actually won the Asian Cup once. Oh, really? Yeah, they mm. won, I think, two or three um, cups ago. So we can talk about some of the favorites, some of the teams that have been most successful in the Asian Cup. First of all, obviously, Japan, right? Oh, Japan has the most titles. Yeah. They have, I believe, four. But the last time they won was in 2011. Uh, so they're called the Samurai Blue. Did you know that? No, the Japanese men's team. Yeah. So the Samurai. Yeah. So they basically have a European squad at this point. Yeah, there's that's only true. I think they I read that there's only four or five players currently in the J League. I don't know. I, th- I think the J League is such a cool name. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they only have a, a few a handful of players in the J League, right? Um, so you have Matoma, who's actually still going, even though he has an injury. They're hoping that he's going to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, as the time goes on. So he's going to be there. Their biggest weakness, did you know this? So their biggest weakness is actually their goalkeepers. So among the three goalkeepers that they have... Because all they're th- short. No, no, like their experience. Because mm. all, among all three, their total senior caps as players in their own league is five. Damn, okay. That's okay. like really lacking. Mm, and and if, if you're going to... I you need a good goalkeeper. Exactly, yeah, especially in sure. these knockout tournaments. It's so important. I've never... I haven't watched... 
Japan play since only in the last previous World Cup. So, but the thing is, they attack a lot, right? So they're pretty open. Uh, they don't play like super defensive mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. low block. So I would assume they're going to have issues there. Yeah, but I think goals. honestly, I think they'll they'll be fine. Look, their group is not that that good. No, it's, but once you get into, the, I'm pretty sure they're going to make it out of their group. Yeah, right? yeah. But, I mean, but after like, that, yeah, South South Korea, Saudi Arabia. Like these teams are not really that bad. Australia as well. Like Saudi Arabia is a very good team. That, that's for sure. We yeah, saw well, them in the World Cup. So we can talk. So now their coach is Roberto Mancini, who is the who was the previous um, Italian coach. The coach oh for Italy. yeah, yeah. Because Avellana went to coach the women's exactly. team. Exactly. So ah, now he's true. their coach. So also we see all this like influx of star players from Europe going into the Saudi Pro League. So maybe you would think maybe their level has increased as well by playing with these top players. I don't know. I but don't they know already had good level, to be honest. Because, no, no, I agree. Because the Al-Hilal wins the uh, Asia Champions League most of the time. They've been winning it consistently in the, in the, in the past years. And so, there's always a lot of Saudi teams in the Champions League. So their star right now is this player called Salam al Dawasi. Yeah, dude, he's so good. Yeah, he plays for Al Hilal. Yeah, he's the one who scored that second goal. For in the World Cup, right? Against yeah, 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 yeah. so good. So so far in the league he has nine goals and four assists, I believe, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. does not compete with the top goal like like Matrovic, who's on the same team. Yeah. Um, And the Moroccan Alhamdulillah. The Moroccan. Ah, okay. But anyway, I think he's their star player still. Right now. He's really good. He's really good. So they Saudi Arabia has three titles. So they're the second after Japan. And guess who's the other team that also has three titles? South Korea. No. Qatar? Iran. No. Well, Iran is a good team, though. Yeah. So Iran, Iran is a very good team. Iran has three. Such a tough team, honestly. Iran is like this resilient, super strong defensive team. Morocco had them in the World Cup in 2018. Mm-hmm. And imagine it was a group Morocco, Iran, this. Portugal, Spain. Such a tough group. And we lost to them with an own goal. In the 90th minute. So that guy, we're going to remember him forever. And also in this World Cup, 2022, the most recent one, they were pretty good. Like, it's not a team that you can just beat easily. No, for sure. They're very resilient. organized team, very resilient. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in the the first pot. Yeah, exactly. They're obviously in the first pot. What are they ranked? They ranked 24. So that's... that's So so honestly, they they have... Yeah, they're they're ranked... uh, Japan is first, 20. uh, Iran is second, uh, 24. And then South Korea, third, 27. So they're second highest ranked team in the in tournament the, in, no, no no in the fifa rankings in the tournament yeah yeah, yeah in the tournament yeah exactly exactly yeah uh and then i guess the last team i want to quickly talk about so south korea hasn't won since 1960 Damn. they only have two titles so fewer than japan saudi arabia iran who won the most recent one qatar so, so wait how did qatar win the most recent asia cup and against japan they beat japan to win it wow because qatar no disrespect to, to all the Qataris, but their level in the World Cup was not great. And, and even considering they were hosts, they were kicked out. Yeah, and I think Ecuador beat them or something like that. I don't remember. It was not very, it was some, not some, impressive. Some magic happened. But, but anyways, good for them. But South Korea, Korea is really looking because they haven't won in like 60 odd Sun years. is going. Sun is definitely going. So their coach is Jurgen Klinsmann, who used to be the U.S. coach. He was most recently oh, the U.S. coach. Oh, the, 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 the white dude. The Yeah. Uh, the, the the German. Oh, he's German. Yeah, I thought he was so. American. Are you talking about the uh, the, 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 the most the, the men's team after him? So he was oh, he was coach. Okay, okay, okay. That's but, but he was coach for a while. 
He was he was coach of the U.S. team for. for He's a German team. coach. He's a German coach. You're, he used to be a decent player as well. They didn't have him during the World Cup. No. It's a new coach. No, I don't think so. I think this mm-hmm. is relatively new. Uh, so they have really strong players, right? Like Sun, who plays for Tottenham, Kim Min Jae from Bayern, mm-hmm. and that um, Lee Lee Kang In from PSG, yeah, right, who's yeah. a big deal now because apparently PSG got all these Korean fans because of this player. That remember that game that they wore the Korean names yeah, yeah, on their yeah, jersey yeah. just because of him. They're very good marketing team. PSG. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and these there's so many Koreans that go to these Tottenham and whatever games just to watch. Just to watch yeah, them. They have zero that, interest yeah. in Premier League. They have zero interest in Tottenham. I don't know if South Korea are favorites, though. So who are you going to be rooting for? I mean, I'm not rooting for Chi- I'm not rooting for China. <laughs> That's for sure. Do you so, know what? I'm rooting for Japan. So China has never won, obviously. They've been run up twice, which is more than I've ever. That's I impressive. Been, they run up in 2004, I think. Wow. Um, okay. But this team, China, sucks so much. They've lost against Syria and yeah, I mean, all these honestly, teams. Like, China, I don't know why they can't get their shit together and have a proper team. They, or, or organized team sport, especially for men's team, China just doesn't do well. Um, but anyway, uh, I I want, I mean, honestly, I would be happy for any of these favorites to win. Like anyone from the first spot. But to be fair, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to root for Japan. I like Japan as a team. They've been consistently good. They deserve oh, a win. Yeah, but also I, I, I love Sun too. And they haven't won in a while. All right, so, so I can so, go with so, Japan. So, so Korea. You can go with Korea. I can go with Korea. Okay, but, cool. Uh, when, when does it start? Jan 12th. Okay, yeah. The day before the AFCON. All right, so we're going to have... And we can watch it because it's in Qatar, so the yeah, time... Yeah, the times are reasonable. Okay, and the the, the AFCON is started on the 13th of Jan. So I just wanted to bring up one quick thing about the AFCON that was a bit funny. Uh, Onana, obviously, is making all the headlines because he will travel to the AFCON straight after United's game against Tottenham on the 14th of Jan because apparently Cameroon and United reached an agreement. So that's... Honestly, I think this is extreme disrespect to his national team into the competition because the AFCON starts on the 13th of Jan, as we said. He will be available to play Guinea on the 15th of Jan, so only one day like after he arrives. It's, it's crazy. They need within, to go... Within 24 hours, he's playing two games. Exactly, yeah. So they, it's just, it's just mind-boggling boggling to me because if you see all the other teams, they had to go into this camp for like two weeks to prepare mentally because they really have to be in the zone mentally get used to the atmosphere, get used to being together, like get used to not being in their home, right? In this hotel room or with their with their other players, with the coach, doing the training, have a, like have a proper new routine. So United pushed for this because when they initially signed Onana, he had retired from international football. Remember all the drama? Uh, and that's why Cameroon was actually willing to compromise. Uh, but if Cameroon doesn't manage to qualify from the group stage, uh, which also apparently includes Senegal and Gambia, which is a really, really tough group. Uh, he might not miss any United fixtures. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, like, I, I, I just think that this is crazy. I don't understand how important Onana is to Manchester United. When is this by buying deer getting a chance to play? I feel bad for him. Yeah, like, I don't. this, this is, is the whole point. Yeah, exactly. This is, the whole point is that you signed this Turkish goalkeeper on the, like, I think in September 2023. Uh, so that he, he has zero games, zero games with United across all competitions this season. Did they sign him when they signed Onana? I think so, because oh, okay. he was signed in September. Oh, okay. Uh, he came from uh, Fenerbahce, mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, still young, 25 years old. So at some point, you got to give him a chance. And I think it would be better to actually prepare yourself for some time without Onana. Like the guy hasn't been performing. He makes a lot of mistakes. He's one of the main reasons why... 
United is not doing so well. I mean, we all agree on it. So how important is he to United? How important is he to Ten Hag? I sent you that joke. That guy was like, Cameroon's games on the AFCON will all be played in Old Trafford to facilitate. That's a joke, not a real thing. It's a joke. I thought it was a real thing. No, what? How? Dude, I, I went looking for it. I'm no, like, wow. it's a joke. And he even satirically put the athletic as the source. It was a joke. Because when I saw the athletic, I was like, It's a mm. joke. He didn't tag at the athletic. Uh, anyway, it's a joke. They're not playing at Old Trafford. But the, the, oh my God, that, that would be hilarious. Yeah, but like, I really don't understand I, but, the decision but, but, making. But this is unprofessional, right? It is. United. Yeah. yeah, it is. And Cameroon, honestly, they should have pushed back. No, 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 uh, uh, no, no. I, I, I side with with United because th- when they signed him, it matters to them whether he's gonna play with the Afghan. That's why Bono couldn't go anywhere. Okay, but, they but knew why didn't Cameron go... push back about this? B- because maybe they did. They just couldn't. Do no, it. no, no. They couldn't push back because it was their fault for agreeing with uh, Onana to actually participate in Afghan and become international international player again. United, it's not my problem. When I signed him, he told me he was not playing for his team at all because the Afghan always fucks with so many team teams, and I. It's not that the Afcon does not get the respect it's, it's it's supposed to get, but because the time it, when it plays, it's a little bit tricky, right? And I understand all these teams that but, have to pay salaries for players. That they're the ones who actually own the contract, right? So I'm the one who is going to be fucked if I don't like have the player playing, if I if he actually gets injured and all that stuff. So there is an argument to be made that Afcon should be in the summer. Some people are saying, oh, the the weather is a bit difficult and so on and so forth. This is like. That's not even my problem. My problem with United is why do you need Onana this much? How important is he to the squad? Shouldn't you say, okay, you know what? Maybe we'll let him go early and try this uh, buying deal for a long period. Because what if he, j- what if they get knocked out of the group stage? Then they wouldn't have tried the guy at all. Then you go goalkeeper, right? Like, and then you don't know if you have a good goalkeeper in case you are fed up with Onana's mistakes and you want to actually have some a proper goalie, like a proper replacement. And I doubt they're going to get another goalie during the, the window. I don't think they are. But I agree. And you do agree that this also sabotages their, the, both sides a bit. Because he's not going to... He's going to be thinking about the next game he's going to play within 24 hours when mm-hmm. he's playing against Tottenham. Right? Mm-hmm. And then when he goes to play for Cameroon, he's going to be exhausted because he just played a high-intensity game against Tottenham. Like, knowing Tottenham... I mean, yes, they're playing without Sun, but like they're going to attack, right? And then he's gonna go take a private jet, yes, but you know, go all the way to all the yeah, way to Ivory yeah. Coast, right? He's gonna be exhausted, and yeah. then you have to turn it on to play your first game, right? Yeah, and you the time you, difference, right? Probably. And you, you don't want to, you don't want to screw up your first game either. Uh, so I think it's he got the worst end of both six, like both. No, sides no, but he's did. responsible. I think no, he's responsible. I, I don't know if it was United who told him. Whatever. And I also blame Cameroon a little bit, right? Because they, hey, either you agree with United to come earlier or don't come at all. I think the whole thing is just, it just seems very unprofessional to me. No one does this. Yeah, like uh, the, uh, Hakimi didn't come, didn't join the actual training session uh, from earlier from the first day. Yeah. Because he had the Super Cup game, right? And I think, and, and because the Morocco, Morocco told all the teams, no, we need players early. So from the FIFA lets them get players starting the 1st of Jan. Mm-hmm. And so they got all the players starting first, uh, apart from Hakimi. And it was just because he discussed with the coach and told him, please, I need an extra title uh, under my belt. Because he's going to win a title. It's easy, right? So that matters. But if he doesn't play, he doesn't win the title. He plays. No, but if he doesn't... No, 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 he wins, of course. Then, if you, def- if you're mean, in the, then why is he saying, I need the title? If he, no, if he's, he's, not- like, he's like, let me participate with the team so that I can get an extra title. 
But even if he doesn't participate, he gets the title. Because he's on the team squad. What I don't do know. Th- th- does that work? Yeah, of course. Because just because you didn't play in the final doesn't mean you don't win the title. Mm, that's a good point. This is not the yeah. Like coupe if you're injured, if you're injured. But this is not the Coupe de France. No, this is the Super Cup. It's between right. the Coupe de France and the winner of the. Uh, See, that's the thing because they didn't have like a semi-final or anything. There's just one game, right? It's kind of like the. Oh, oh okay. So yeah, you don't. So, you so don't. maybe he doesn't get it. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure. I think that was the sure. reason that it was given, at least. I have no idea. That, because that, that it, for sense. international games, you definitely don't get it if you don't come, right? If you if you're part of the substitution, yes, you get the title of the World Cup, whatever it is. Yeah, but there's. But if you haven't played at all, you don't get it. Yeah, but or that. If you're in the but, official squad. but it's what international uh, cup that do you win? That is just one game. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't know, but this was the reason that was given. Everyone was so livid, but at the end of the day, they were like, "Okay, it's fine." It's okay. It was a final. It was a title, and he still is there, like almost two weeks before. Yeah, yeah. So. I, honestly, I don't know how Cameroon is accepting this. I think this is ridiculous. I don't understand Onana either. I don't understand. Plus, also, I'm sorry. Hag- Hakimi, Hakimi at least is in better form, right? Oh, like, for sure. Onana, he was, Onana is dude, not doing. He, he was player of the match for that. Yeah, Super exactly. Guard. Onana is not doing so great. So you yeah. kind of need time to assimilate and get I comfortable. I cannot with the believe. Team. I cannot believe that someone like Bono does not play. In, in Europe and Onana plays in Europe. Onana is so incompetent. I'm sorry. Like, he's really not that good. There's so many other goalies that are way better. Even, like, Ter Stegen is amazing. And you can see that his, his impact on Barcelona is so big that, like, this Peña guy is not good at all. Like, you can see, like, how, how he's not great. So, I, I don't get this decision, but we'll see. They have a tough group. They're playing Senegal. So, that's, uh, that's not an easy group either. Well, I, I think United fans may feel a bit conflicted because they're like... Do we do we want him to come back early? Like, do we want him to come back early, or do we want him to stay and play for Cameroon as they progress, so that we can try out a new goalie? Right. Yeah, I don't know what other goalies they have as a as alternatives, but anyways, they cannot be worse than Onana in terms of individual mistakes. Moving on to one or two La Liga games. Yes. So why don't we start with the highlight of the week, which was the Girona versus Atletico Madrid game that ended up 3-3. Oh, oh sorry, Gi- 4-3. Yeah, Girona or Girona keeps crushing it. Another win against a major team. They only lost to Madrid. They only lost to one major team this which year, was strange. which was Madrid. That was a weird game. Yeah, and yeah. they only lost to one team this whole year. They played really well. Uh, season. This whole season. This whole season. Yes, this whole season. <laughs> It was a really open game. I think it's they're usually an open team. They're an attacking team. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, they, plus you have Eric Garcia. That's true. I was I was thinking about him. <laughs> Good for him though. Like he left Barcelona with all the shits shit storm of people hating on him. Oh my god, he, including me. He I, still has people hating on him at Hirona. I mean, there's nothing. But changes. he's gonna. Probably win the title while people are hitting on him. So good for him. I mean, I don't know about that. They have 48 points tied with Madrid. And they scored the last goal in the 91st minute. Good for them. Atletico Madrid is not that good, honestly, if you look at the Corona game. was the better team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that first half for sure. And then Atletico picked up something in the second half. Morata with his hat trick, right? Yeah. And Griezmann, honestly, Griezmann, as much as he, he played a part in some of those goals, he didn't have a great game. No, no. It's like a lot of mistakes. You saw mistakes left and right, yeah. like bad passes, weak defending. It was kind of impress- embarrassing from uh, Atletico Madrid. Girona presses really high, really yeah. fast counterattacks. They miss a lot, though. This, they do miss a this lot. This Dove big dude is great. I've watched him multiple times. Like, 
everyone is impressed when they watch them. Like I watched them against Barcelona. I, yeah. Like this Atletico Madrid game also. They're, they're amazing. Like, they're like Brighton last season. Exactly. But they're really, really poor when it comes to defending. Right. Yeah. Garcia didn't have a good game. He's really struggled with Morata. Morata gave him such a hard time. And you can see with the number of goals that they've conceded, they've conceded 24 goals compared to 11 that Madrid conceded, which is ridiculous. I think Barcelona conceded 22, but they're also very, very bad defensively. Um, the third goal was kind of embarrassing. Everyone's just watching the ball as he advances through the midfield. Like literally nobody's touching him. And then he passes to Morata. They really need to improve defensively if they want to go far. I think now they're just focusing probably on getting a spot in the Champions League. Right, they they will all say, "Oh, we're not sure about La Liga," and then again, it's against Madrid, so it's 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 tough for them. Honestly, it's not like if they were only playing. Like, I don't think I even consider Barcelona as a contender. It's it's they just have to figure out a way to, to hold on to hold on, especially against Madrid, because Madrid is not going to drop a lot of points. Madrid has all these fucking amazing players. Even Brahim Diaz is playing really well. So that they can score in the last and minute. And they have their Turkish, the, the, the Guler. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Back. So yeah. Corona's good, but they have also been a little bit lucky because a lot of the goals they score are last minute. Sometimes they win by 1-0. It's like kind of close-ish when they win. So luck has to go your way a little bit, even as even even though you're good. Barcelona is a shitty team and Atletico is a shitty, shitty team as well. So I don't think they're going to do anything. But Madrid... I think they it's might. It's just that Madrid has the experience, be, right? Yeah, no, it's very difficult. It, they they didn't win last year La Liga, which was kind of embarrassing because they literally bottled it. I think that this year they're really eager to win to win it. I I'm obviously rooting for Girona, uh, fuck Barcelona and fuck Madrid, but it's gonna be a little bit difficult for them. They need to improve their defending. It's it's just Madrid. You can you can never count them out. It's like more than any other team in the world. It's like you can't say you can't. That's why La Liga, I would say, is so hard to call. It's oh like, for sure. You can't predict what Madrid's gonna do at the end. Versus you know uh, some teams, you could be like, oh, they will fall off or like they won't uh, come uh, back. And also, Madrid definitely brings their A game when they play in Europe versus when they play in La Liga. I feel like in La Liga, there's still sometimes a bit shaky but when it comes to Europe but, they're but, but you do stronger. think Madrid is going to win something this season though no? oh for sure for sure right? but then again Girona does not have to play in Europe but so they don't they have the experience rest a Madrid bit has the experience to play constantly. yeah but then again but like I'm just saying that you'll have more games it gets a bit more intense and more as their injured players are coming back yeah their bench is getting more solid right they can rotate some players that's true that's true I mean I, I it's, it's, it's going to be very tough to call like, who would have imagined that Corona would have 48 points by this time? It's it's absolutely amazing. It is a fairy tale. Right? For sure. Yeah, it's kind of like Leicester, we're all, we're, Morocco, we're all, really all these wrote, people. We're all really rooting for Corona, but I still do believe that Madrid's going to win it and Corona's going to come second. Yeah. And if that's things go their way. If yeah, that's, that's true. If, if that's go, true. Because, because it's very see. likely that they start dropping off and then Atletico and Barcelona mm-hmm. kind of overtake mm-hmm. them. It's right? very easy. Yeah, that's right. that, that's what happened before, right? Like yeah. last year, I think it was uh, Madrid ahead of Barcelona and then like Madrid started dropping a lot of points and then they had like, a, especially towards the end of the year, just mm-hmm. Madrid, I don't mm-hmm. know, there was like a 10 point, Barcelona had a 10 point lead, which was kind of embarrassing. But Let's see what's, what's going to happen. Madrid beats Mallorca 1-0 with a goal from Rudiger at Rudiger. minute 78. Uh, tough game. Again, impressive Modric. He's still performing so well at this age. And uh, you see, like, there's a lot of wins that are really like 1-0 last minute goal. Scrappy. Yeah, it's like, clearly, it's not like before where there was a game where there were two teams that were way better than the rest of the teams. It's not the case anymore. 
I agree. I agree. Which makes especially in La Liga, which will make La Liga way more interesting. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Maybe yeah. you'd say that uh, the the weakest team didn't actually improve, but it's more like the the really good teams are not as good anymore, or maybe both. No, but you can't say that about Corona. No, no, for sure you can't say Corona that. Corona plays Corona. well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sevilla on a cheerier note, Sevilla's probably gonna. Why is that a cheerier note? Because they they suck. They really suck. It's just so embarrassing. I've watched. I don't think I've watched another, like, I've watched Barcelona and Madrid a lot, but Sevilla is probably the closest, more than Atletico Madrid. It's just such a bad team. They should probably get a, a like, an, an awakening and, like, drop to the second league to wake up because they're so bad. They're in the relegation zone, close. Definitely, close. You can't be two years successively in the relegation zone, right? After winning the Europa League. Like, what is this logic? They pick up steam in the second half, maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I doubt they will do it this oh. year. But anyways. But I mean, I guess Barcelona got away with another win, right? Oh, my God. It, I, La, oh. Las Palmas. So, also, what's up with um, all the offsides in this game? There were Barcelona had seven offsides that in shows, the first That half. shows you the quality and the quality of the players. Oh, also, I'm sorry. The quality of the coach. Gundogan, yes. He saves. He scores that penalty at the end. And they're, oh, look, he, he helped us with those three points, blah, blah, blah. But I'm sorry. As much as Xavi likes to talk up his players and everyone's supportive of each other, Gundogan is just not making the same impact. It, the only one who's running that midfield is Frankie de Jong. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the number of times that Gundogan and also Sergio Roberto has touched the ball in that first half, it was like 14. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. They don't touch the ball. Like, uh, Las, pa- Las Palmas, yes, they're playing at home, but it's Las Palmas. Like, I, I, I'm really sorry. I did wanted to add. Oh, by the way, sorry. Also, have to congratulate your Moroccan player who scored a goal, yes. his second goal of the season. Go Munir, go Munir. He's hoping to come back Munir to the Moroccan. He's hoping to come back to the Moroccan squad. I doubt it. He mm. used to play for Sevilla as well. Mm-hmm. He, he played with Enesiri and the, and Barcelona. The yeah, and he's he's from La Masia, I think. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or at, the, at least the end, not his whole youth career, but I think yeah, a couple years yeah, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, good for him. It was a good goal, but extremely embarrassing from Araujo. Extremely embarrassing from the goalie specifically. Like, what the fuck is that? What do you call it? It's not a tackle. Like, when you... Like, you have to make yourself big. Like, you, like I don't know what he did, right? But I don't blame Pena. No, I definitely blame him for that goal. No, definitely. I'm just saying his performance in general, right? Because yeah, maybe he Shurkin's just... off and he, he can be... Because he's also made some important saves. Pena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. he's just not as consistent, for sure, for sure. He definitely made important saves. It's just, I, I, I don't know why they're so bad. I just can't, I just don't understand. I, I think qu- it's, it has to be the coach. Uh, yeah, exactly. I have a question for you. Do you think amazing players like Xavi make good managers? Not necessarily. I, I, he has not proven himself to be a good manager. Even winning the La Liga last year does not prove anything for me. Because if you look at people that are top managers, uh, you know, Arteta, um, Guardiola, Klopp, none of them were They were not amazing. I mean, Guardiola would want you to think that he was an amazing Yeah, but he was not on Xavi's level, like no way near, right? So in an interview, he said, Xavi said he kept asking his players to clip or drop the ball in behind Las Palmas' defense, but they just couldn't do it. And it made him all the more frustrated because that's what I was good at as a player. So it uh, makes you think. It's like reason why someone like Messi couldn't mm. be a manager, right? He would just tell players, do this, do this. Because they think it's obvious. Yeah, because like, oh, it's, it's so easy for me. But then yeah. they're like, I can't do this. <laughs> so that's Chavis, true. Right? probably thinking, oh, it's so easy. Just do this, make this pass, mm. you know, whatever. No, no, no. But I, for, for the players, 
It has to be him because the quality, as you said, is way better than a lot of teams out there, right? Like they have quality players and you can't, like Gondogan can't go from being the star player at Manchester City. Like he was not a random player. He was the star player to being like this guy who's but, but you barely shines. But you see how no matter how good Gundogan is, it, it doesn't compare to the prime of Barcelona, how those players no, are No, of course not. But I'm just talking about in recent history, right. in the past four years. It's just so bad. Like... Like in the, like there's there's just embarrassed like it's not a good team to watch, right? Everyone is so shocked. Like people who have never watched who haven't been watching Barcelona, if they see this, they're gonna be like, what is happening? And they will think it's just this game. No, it's been like this for the past I don't know more, since Xavi took over. Maybe when he took over at the beginning, it was he was like he was maybe kind of figuring figuring things out. But now it's just so bad, and this masks the whole reality of of the team and what they're doing. Even Araujo had dropped so much in level. Maybe he should actually go to Bayern. It's just a lot of also instability. So now there's because Ferran Torres started this game, right? Mm-hmm. Felix was on the bench, so apparently Xavi is now prioritizing him over Felix, and Felix is here. He's upset. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's upset. There's no clear news about that. That would just be rumors. But I mean, he came in on a loan. He's like obsessed with Barcelona and all this stuff, and then now he's getting benched, and he's supposed to be a bigger star than Ferran Torres, right? Yeah, but then, he, he's good, but he doesn't deliver consistently. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, he scored a goal in this game. But you, you, you saw that goal. It was a, it was a mistake. Like they wouldn't be able to score. They, they wouldn't be able. They wouldn't have been able to score it without that mistake. It's just like it's a rebounded of the of a of another like a Las Palmas player, and they just got the ball and scored. Three points is three points. It's not like Madrid puts together the, amazing the, performances. They do. They do much better than this. Even the third goal, dude. Where did they? Fucking teach you how to defend the the, the the third goal in the game, like the oh, second okay, Barcelona okay. goal, but the third goal in the game. Like, where did they teach him how to defend? Do you see how bad that push was? It's like an obvious push. Like, I'm playing with you and I just push you. Like, obviously, it's going to be a penalty. And at the 90th minute, you would think, oh, maybe it's a tactical foul and the guy was going to score anyways. I'm not sure about that. But... They were saved again. They've been saved consistently. We've talked about this, yeah, how they ma- score in the last 15 minutes. If you, if yeah, you but that's saved, a lot of it is luck. But you, is your luck going to run out? Maybe not. But you can't rely on that. Is this team going to compete in the Euro? In the, I don't in know. Europe? As we keep saying, there's a problem with Xavi. My question is, what is it going to take for uh, Laporte to actually let Laporte. him go? Laporte to Laporta to actually let him go? A lot. Like, uh, what does he need to do? Does he need to get out of the of the like get knocked out of the Champions League, or maybe Laporta is already happy that for the first time in the past four years they actually managed to get out of the group stage? Woohoo! I don't I don't know what is like if what they, does he, if they can I ask you this question? What does he have in the contract? Will he in the contract he has that he needs to get to the semi final or something like that? Yeah, that's what they do with international. If they coach. don't, if they if he doesn't make top four this season, dude, what that cannot be the criteria. I mean, it could happen. What is that? Like that's 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 a given. What do you have to do for you not to make top? Four? Baby, what else is there? Oh, for him not to win anything this season, not to win a single cup, some single trophy. Oh, right, so if they don't, no, no, it can't be just top four. Oh, Atletico Bilbao is it's ahead. Close. Is ahead of Atletico Madrid. Mm, right. What are you? What are you? Know, they're fourth. Good for Atletico Bilbao, huh? But I I don't know. And Betis is up there. No, Betis should have should be bad in a better position. It's just that they keep losing games. I don't know what's anyway, wrong. Anyway, I don't that. know. I don't know what the. I think they're going to back him for a while. So I don't. I, really I don't. Hope I that's don't. Not, I, I don't really hope that's not the the question that he's gonna. <laughs> that cannot be the case. It should be either win La Liga or at least second, 
or get the fuck out. I'm not sure, but second doesn't get you anything. Yeah. Second, you might as well be third or fourth. I don't no, know. What's no, the difference? Champions League. All top four gets Champions League. Oh, that's true. Maybe they should actually change that. To get all this well, in the Premier League. What is the Premier League? Also top four? Top four. But that, that's what I'm trying to get. Top five. <laughs> yeah, but when no, the, when no, the performance of United and Newcastle, I think that... That's, that's what why, you see, I even thought that it was going to be just top two that go to the Champions League. I didn't think it was top four. No, no disrespect but, to La Liga. But, but, but La Liga has always been strong, right? So that's why La Liga and uh, Premier League are the only ones that get four spots. No other yeah. league gets four spots. I don't know. Atletico Bilbao going... But then again... Then again, Real Sociedad, Barcelona, and Madrid all qualified to and the next round. All Spanish teams did. Even even Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then. Okay. I stand corrected. Sorry. Sorry, Spanish fans. I I think I think Xavi will still be able to put together a, a not a bad result for the season. Like they're probably going to end up why, second. Francesca, or, why? And then maybe maybe they will make it to the quarterfinals or the of the of I, the Champions League. I am really hoping they. They, they rank third and they get out of the, the Champions League in the next round so that... But they have an easy team, don't they? Still, even, even more embarrassing. It's because I think they need to change the way they're doing things. The wake-up call? Well, we'll, we'll see. Even the wake-up call might not work because what's he going to pull out of his hat? I don't he know. Has and no there's tricks. Copa del Rey. There's a game today, so I I don't think Javi's gonna leave anytime soon. So you can forget about that pipe dream. He doesn't have any more tricks up his sleeves. I don't think. Uh, even if you have so a even if you have a wake up call, what's he gonna do? Oh my god! Think up a new strategy. I mean, I, I don't know. I honestly, I think all the Barca fans, they're as frustrated as I am. Everyone who's ever supported Barcelona is, they, they they're probably all saying this can't get worse, because. Watching your team this way, you have no idea how... Like, I just lost hope. To me, this is an embarrassing team that you don't want to watch play. Especially people who, like... A lot of people fell in love with football by watching Barcelona. And now they see this... But that's how people fell by Manchester United. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Manchester United did not play beautiful football. Manchester United won. Yeah, that's true. It's a huge difference, right? These people, like, we we, used to watch them play and be like, wow, that's amazing. Look at that Well, they set the bar way too high. Like, way too high. You can't can't match that. Well, at Um, least they don't have Bright White and all those people who did But but I do genuinely... I do genuinely think Frankie De Jong needs to go to a better team. Frankie De Jong is such a good player. Yeah, he needs to go to a better team. Such a good player. He's wasted. Yeah, amazing player. Because he's there, when people talk about the best midfielders... They don't mention him that much. As, at least as, as much as he deserves to be mentioned. So, it's so bad how when you think about someone like Frankie de Jong and then you think about, what, what is it, Manchester United's midfield. Like, look at how good Frankie de Jong is. Everything, defensively, offensively. He runs so much back and forth. He's the opposite of Scott McTominay. You're like, go. no, you cannot compare him to Scott No, you in the sense that Scott McTominay just disappears. Yeah, just He's like, like a ghost. You can't tell. Frankie like, de Jong's everywhere. You can always see so him. He's so good. He's so good. It's honest. Maybe he's one of the few good players that actually wasn't a flop from all the Ajax team. Uh, yeah, he was with Ziyech, with... Uh, Anthony with all those people with Onana but also do you see it's even more difficult to maintain a high level when you're surrounded by people who are not yeah yeah he's been who are a bit support, no disrespect right? he's been com- consistently good or the only consistently good player for Barcelona in the past two three years because even Ter Stegen had a drop off in yeah, the beginning of the season yeah for sure yeah, yeah for so. sure I mean last year it was just him and, and Ter Stegen but I don't know 
I, I just don't know. I've said so well, many keep up the about... keep up the rants. We'll just they'll keep coming. I hope Barcelona keeps losing so that you can. Good for Munir though. Good for Munir. At least one thing, one <laughs> exactly. one good thing from this game. I remember texting you like the Moroccan score. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. Oh, by the way, we don't talk about Emil Lamar anymore. I guess nobody gives a fuck anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, he's still he, super young. He's so young. Uh, next episode, hopefully, we'll be talking a little bit about Afcon. Yes, right? and the Asia Cup. And. Yeah, but there won't be that many games by the next, but hopefully we'll be talking about it a little bit. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening from, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye!